Thanks for tuning into Taos Talks, a podcast created in collaboration with Taos Alive, Rocky Mountain Youth Corps, and the one, the only KNCE located in Taos, New Mexico, where we cover topics in the world of substance misuse prevention and wellness. Thanks for tuning in wherever you are, whether you're in your car, washing dishes, somewhere outside. Thanks for taking a moment to share some time with us. Enjoy the show. I invited Janie Curran on today, and I wanted her to talk a little bit about a refuse to provide alcohol to minors campaign that the alcohol policy work group through Taos Alive initiated, created, and is sharing currently. And Janie was the coordinator of that group. So I thought she'd be a great resource for anybody who cares to know, to learn a little bit more about it and how you can get involved. So Janie, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit? Sure. And hi, Cassidy. I'm happy to do this with you and get the word out. Um, I have been living in Northern New Mexico for 27 years, going on 28 in August. And so I care a lot about this place. And I also care a lot about the impact of alcohol on people's lives. That's why I went into public health, basically, mm-hmm. um, is to, to really look at how addiction and, and substance use affects our lives. Yeah. And I've had the privilege to know you a little bit through Taos Alive. And I just think it's amazing how long you've been working in this field. And I was wondering if you could just throw out a number, uh, a shameless, like, this is because it's something you obviously care a lot about. It's your life's work, one of your life's work. I know you're multi-talented. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I started out in social work, but was doing community health work as, as a social worker. And when it came time for me to, the moment came when graduate school was next on the plate, it was very clear to me that I wanted to go into public health. And so that was just a continuation. But I think... You know, I always saw up close and personal as well as outside of my own family and in the community that um, that substance can be can have such a big impact. So really, it's been it's been the main thread of my entire career. Yeah, totally. And in my youngish life uh, that mm-hmm. I've currently lived, there hasn't really been anyone I've met where substances haven't had some kind of impact on family or friends or community and uh I always felt called to this work because of that, wanting to one, just know more about it and why it even happens and had the the privilege to learn a lot through prevention work and not even that, just also on the other side through wellness. And I love how much you know about both of those. And while we could, I could chat with you forever about that because you're a fascinating human and I love the work you do. I'm going to ask like one more Taos related question, which is, what inspired you to do preventative work in Taos? Well, I think it was uh, really started big time for me when we got a contract, applied for and got a contract to work on uh, tobacco prevention. And that was before the clean indoor air law. So we were working really hard to educate people and push for changes so that people wouldn't be poisoned by uh, tobacco smoke when they were working or in restaurants or any other any other indoor spaces. And then from there, um, it went on and in more into intensive work in alcohol. But, you know, really, 
Yeah, tobacco is a little different because it poisons the ear we breathe. <laughs> yeah. So someone else's uh, use affects me directly by by totally. what I breathe, whereas someone else's um, actually, you know, alcohol use affects us with our safety on the roads and all kinds of things. So it, it's you know different routes, but it, but it affects everyone. Agreed, and I think the the reasons for like alcohol being prevalent in whatever family or city or whatever is so so complex and so layered. And uh, I think you and I have had those conversations too of like how like understanding that there's a lot more to it than than meets the eye, and doing the work that we can to hopefully create a safer community uh, in the best of our abilities which kind of is my segue into the refuse to provide alcohol to minors campaign. And I was wondering like, when did it get started? Why did it get started? What is the intention behind this campaign? What do people need to know? Well, I think the first thing that people need to know, I think everyone in New Mexico realizes that we're, our stats on alcohol use are bad, but they may not realize that we're the worst in the country that we have the biggest rate of impact of alcohol misuse in the country. So, you know, we have a lot of work to do. And this was a, an attempt for the um, Alcohol Policy Work Group, which I have the pleasure of chairing, uh, that we really do something to impact our community. And we had support from Rick Bellis, the town manager, was on that group and he heard about this and really wanted to get involved. And so we had the chance with the support of the town to do something bigger than we've done before, something more visible, something that everybody would see. And we, we really wanna change the rates of the numbers of youth who are drinking and the age at which kids start drinking. So we were inspired by the mask up campaign mm -hmm. with COVID mm -hmm. where these big barriers were all uh, barricades, they call them kind of like a bike rack were all over the town of Taos mm -hmm. with covers on them that said mask up, here's the penalties if you don't. And they had kind of a cute little raccoon kind of theme mm -hmm. going on and they changed behavior like boom. So uh, we had Rick say, yeah, we could do that for you. I was like, really, you could? <laughs> so all of a sudden we had a bigger view of how we could get a message out. Yeah, and I had only worked with House Alive for about a year and a half and hadn't seen a campaign really kind of pick as much momentum up as this one had. And I do think that the, the town had a lot of contribution to that and um, just so much gratitude for their ability to to help us like kind of just spread the message. And also you mentioned like these really high rates. You mentioned like we are the, we have probably the highest rate in the country of youth drinking. And I was curious if you at the top of your head knew any statistics or where to maybe direct listeners if they wanted to look further into that themselves. Right. Uh, you can look at Taos County rates of our youth risk and behavior. Uh, risk and resiliency survey at youthrisk.org. There are Taos County rates for middle, I'm not sure if middle school's up yet, but for high school from 2019 survey and previous surveys. And there are lots of questions that are, um, that are detailed. It's very easy to access youth 
risk.org. And that's put up by the New Mexico Department of Health. And I think that the thing to know is that we're not typical. So for in the US of kids who drink who are under the age of 13, in the country, it's about one out of six, it's 15%. In our state, it's 20%, but in our county, it's 25%. So it wow. just goes stair-stepping up between the country, our state, and our county, and we're at the top. And so, of course, little kids who have drunk alcohol before age 13, they get it from somewhere. Mm-hmm. They're not walking into the speedway and stealing it. Uh, they're getting it from, it's either around their house, or, but what they say is that people give it to them. And kids of all ages say, when asked um, the ones who drink where they got it, they say, someone gave it to me. Okay, so we can do something about that. We can stop giving it to them. So that's, <laughs> that's where we, you know, we came up with a theme, refuse to provide alcohol to minors. It's a decision. And I was talking with a young woman recently who grew up here and she said, you know, at, at family parties and stuff, the adults are drunk. And so they don't notice what the kids are doing. It's like, hmm, well, that's another area to change. But we really can become conscious that we're starting a pattern that affects everyone's health. And the later that kids start, the healthier they're going to be. Yeah, just the the amount of respect and reverence we have for the growing adolescent brain and the more research that is brought to our attention on how alcohol actually does affect the the growing brain is there's plenty out there at this point. So it's like it's known <laughs> and so it's it's really interesting to me and it's it's something that I I also really care a lot about and agree that I even if I reflect on my own youth where, and cause I did, I did have access to, to alcohol when I was younger. Um, definitely before, um, definitely before the drinking age and definitely before, um, even twenties. And it was that it was, it was usually provided in some capacity by like older teens, or I found it. Um, my parents never like deliberately gave it to me, but I would find it and experiment. Um, and I do think that that's why this campaign, I think, could be really effective. And I want it to be really effective, especially because it's a direct ask to those of us who have access to alcohol. Like, just don't do it. (laughs) Like a simple statement, like just don't provide alcohol to minors. And again, also being aware that there's so many layers that I myself am unaware of on why alcohol might be involved, but, um, but staying on the other side of there's still choices we can make to help create healthier lives for are growing kids, especially in Taos and ideally the rest of the world. Um, so where can someone find the pledge or the campaign? But it is a pledge. It is a, it is your pledging to refuse to provide. Right. Where the direct ask is to refuse to provide and to sign a pledge that you will be aware of that, that you will not provide alcohol to minors. And you can Find that pledge at taosalive.org slash refuse. So taosalive.org slash refuse. And you just put in your, your name and your email, and then we'll send you a personalized pledge that you can print out and sign. So that's easy. That's the easy part. And I, I think, you know, there, there are two parts of this. 
one is we have too many little kids. I mean, I consider a child under the age of up to age 12 um, to be a little kid and they're drinking one out of four of them or have drunk. This is way out of, it's not, it's beyond what's, what's expected and beyond what's happening other places. So that's one way, one place to start. And of course, once you start, then it's more likely you'll continue. But the other thing is that I think that we don't worry too much about teens drinking. We, we sort of expect that they will drink and we feel like it's normal and it's beyond our control, but that's not true. The, um, every year that a teen waits to start drinking increases their chances of not developing alcoholism or alcohol use disorder in their lifetime. So if they wait till 16, their rate goes down. They wait till 17, there are fewer chances still of becoming alcoholic. If they wait till 18, if they wait till 19, if they wait till 20, and a lot of kids do, we think they're all gonna drink as teens, but they don't. And so every encouragement we can give to kids to do something different, to have fun, to, to, to not drink, not to, that, that we as adults cannot expect them or we can expect them not to drink is really gonna help them in the long run. And the other stat that really is shocking is that for kids who drink before the age of 15, four out of 10 are gonna develop alcoholism in their lifetime. Mm. 40%. So that rate goes down every year that they wait. So as a, as a culture, as adults, as um, you know, people who care about health, we can help them to delay that, on, that start of use. Absolutely. And also what I hear and what I sense from this whole campaign and pledge is just calling on the compassion and those of us who, you know, just would like to see that change that like that drop in numbers of youth drinking in Taos. And I also don't sense like it's a, it's an active like judgment or criticism. It's more of like, this is, this is something that's going on and we should try and prevent it from happening. So taking the committed action step of refusing to provide alcohol to minors. And it's not a moral, it's not a moral issue. It's a, it's a health issue. And for those of us who, who have a habit of drinking as adults or who have an issue and, and over drink and have, have that pattern in our lives, that's one issue, but how we communicate with kids about it is just, a pure decision. So that's what we're saying with this campaign. It's a decision. Refuse to provide. Mm-hmm. Just do Perfect. it. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Just do it. Love it. Thank <laughs> exactly. you, Janie. And I just want to, I'm just going to say where they can find it one more time for anybody who's listening, uh, slash refuse. And it takes, I think a minute, if that 30 seconds to sign up, like that's, that's pretty much it. And then the survey, if you want to take a survey at the end. Um, but before I close out, Janie, I was wondering if there's anything left that you were like, this needs to be addressed before this window closes. No, I think that we are well underway with the campaign. We have big, big yellow banners up around the county. And 
we will, by the time this podcast airs, we will have started to put up barricades with covers. They are going to be either black with red and white letters or yellow, and they're very obvious. And so honk, wave, whatever, when you see one, give us a little high five uh, and, and help us to direct attention to the campaign. So we had, a, we had a full page ad in the Taos News on May 13th, and that really started us off. Now we have the banners, and very soon we'll have these big barricades, and they are hard to miss. So just keep an eye out and talk about it to your friends. Thanks. Yeah. Well said. All right. Thank you, Janie. And thanks to our listeners. If you guys have questions, just email me or Janie. My email is Cassidy at TausAlive.org, spelled C-A-S-S-I-D-Y at TausAlive.org. And Janie, want to share your email really quick? I think the best thing would just be if you sign up for a pledge, I'll get it. And I'll, and just uh, give, me mm-hmm. a, give me a high five there. Perfect. All right. Thank you.